Feel better? (laughs) 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 Jesus. Don't worry about it. Oh my god. Continuing to get settled in to the new uh, the new spot, the new studio here, uh, and we're gonna let Jake pick a record tonight. And uh, well, I mean, uh, I guess we can get to that. Uh, do you, any any news uh, from from the week? Any new music? Anything exciting you guys got going on? My I have a new record that just shipped, and it is um, an evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. <laughs> That's Anderson Pack and um, oh hey uh, Bruno Mars. Oh that okay. I knew that sounded familiar. Yep, and I'm I'm really excited about it. I mean, like as far as like artists, like I've always liked like Bruno Mars, like as a singer, I always like. But I, I almost brushed him off. Like like yeah, he's talented, but he makes like radio hits. Like right, he's just like, and it was so unfair. Like oh, he's just another Michael Jackson esque. Kind of, he can dance and yada yada. He can sing and dance, whatever. But like, I don't know. I just it was. I gave him such like an unfair shot. And we'll talk about talk about it more when we get to that record in the future. But I mean, I heard this record and um, I was just blown away. And the, they're both so talented. Play their all these instruments like themselves. So like, I mean, they're, they have an amazing band. But like, it's just one of those things where like you stumble upon something that. It's like, oh damn! Like, why didn't I get this before? Like, why didn't I like this before? It's like you, it's like you, you shot yourself in the, your own ass. You know what I mean? Just because you're close-minded <laughs> and you don't, you don't give shit a chance. But um, how do you I'm shoot ex- yourself in the ass? I don't know. Like someone, well, because <laughs> usually someone else shoots you in the ass. Oh, well, it's I feel like shot yourself in the. I mean, yeah, shoot your ass. Ass is more painful, and, and like I, I liken it more to the kind of shit I've missed out on, but. I don't know. It's just an awesome, funky record. I'm really excited to get my hands on it. What do you think of Bruno Mars slash Anderson Pack, Joe? If you have any opinion on those fellows, I think they're two very talented individuals. Yeah. I mean, besides just the pop music, just the things they could do with instruments, like Bruno Mars on the drums, Anderson Pack Pack's on the piano, keyboard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So it, it makes sense they would make like really good, really interesting music together because I feel like they are. And not your typical pop star who could just sing. Yeah, no. And maybe has like a Bruno Mars can do like everything. They both are like super talented. Yeah, like entertainers. Like this. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at the YouTube uh, comments under like some of their videos for that record, and you're like, wow, like this makes me so happy that the youth like this is what like living in the '70s was like. Like actual performers, like Uber, like people who get up on stage and really, really put on a good show, mm-hmm. like that's like what they're kind of bringing to the table with this record so and it's gone like platinum there's like a oh, ton yeah. of platinum records off that album already and it's just like an instant classic and like how could it not be but i'm excited to get my hands on it well bruno mars is the one like pop guy i would say that is he, he's i consider him the most of a job. i'm like wow he actually makes like good even though he's like very popular and things to me he makes like really good music which right. is just a rare uh, anymore like back in the day, kind of like you were saying, like a good performer, those were the guys. Like even Michael Jackson, back in the day, yeah. big star thrillers, great album. Yeah, it is. It was that it is now? Um, and then Anderson Pack, he's popular too, but he was always, to me, he was, I, I, he's less of a pop star. 
Right. You know, and then Bruno Mars is. So I, the the combination of the two, I think, is probably fantastic. So we'll have to listen to it. Uh, hand me this record that you have uh, here for us tonight. Ugh. Okay, so so here it is. Who is this, Jake? It's uh, Tom Mish, and the name of the record is Geography. <laughs> it reminds me of that Phil Collins record. Uh, where it's uh, obviously we got two faces going on here, but there's a Phil Collins record where it's just he's like looking to the side. <laughs> um, okay, so who is this? How'd you uh, come upon this person? So this is just like one of those those pl- that playlist magical playlist uh, voodoo that you'll stumble upon like when you're listening. You listen to a few tracks that you really like. I was probably listening to like a lot of snarky puppy and hip hop and stuff, and of course like. Uh, Google automatically like generated this, and Tom Mish popped up in my, um, popped up in my playlist, and uh, he played a song off this record. I think it's called "It Runs Through Me" featuring De La Soul, and I was just like, "Oh my! Like, who the fuck is this? Like, I have to know." I like his voice. I liked his guitar playing. Like the feature was classy. It reminds me of like, uh, like Gorillas featuring De La Soul, or like, like oh, like the minute you feature someone like De La Soul. Especially in like a, like a jazz tune, a jazzy tune. It's like, all right, this dude like has like taste. I just thought the music was really tasteful, and I was just mm. drawn to it. And the minute I heard it, I was like, oh, I wonder if he has stuff on vinyl. And I looked, and sure enough, there it was. So I just grabbed it. It was kind of just on a whim. Like I'm sure I'll like all the tracks on this record, but this will be the first time I actually listen to this record like all the way through. So I'm pretty excited actually. Now. I guess before we get started, one thing I want to address is kind of uh, the last time we were together. It was kind of, um, I, I don't want to, you know, partly I'm trying to be honest about my deficiencies as a as a person, I guess. I was kind of talking about how I, like, some, sometimes we were getting into how it could be, you know, like so, some music grabs some people and not others. I just find that a genuinely interesting thing. So uh, being upset when somebody doesn't uh, is not into the... Uh, an album that you present or something like that is kind of what I was getting into. I'm, I'm just interested in exploring that topic. Is this, where does this rate in terms of like, our divide tends to be, you're into jazzier, you use the word tasteful, which kind of No, it's like, he's, he's thrown into like, um, I mean like, he come up on a jazz playlist, so there's a lot of jazz yeah. influence there, but this is more like R&B funk kind of like well maybe not funk like r&b soul type of thing like influence it's definitely a smoother vibe but you're i don't think it, you're getting anything like too crazy but um it's definitely a palatable record like they're like to me this could like i always say oh this could be a radio hit even though like it would never be a radio hit but like it's in that vein like mm. it's good it's good music i'm i'm really i'm confident you guys will enjoy it i actually think you guys are really enjoy it now I'm looking, I got a little bit of the track listing here, and I see, Isn't She Lovely? Mm-hmm. Is, that a, uh, is that a cover song? I don't know yet. We'll have to find out. Okay. Okay. Uh, is this a, uh, what's the situation? Is it double LP here? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so, newer record, it looks like, 2018? Yep. And he and he produced it. I don't know if you said that or not. I did not. I didn't All know tracks that. produced by Tom Mish. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy how, like, artists are getting so good at producing and, like, making their own music? I think it's because the technology's gotten better to where you could do it, or yeah. anywhere, More any, anyone could just go on a, I don't want to say go on YouTube and look how to do it, you probably have to take some type of classic yeah, like or it, courses or something, or maybe you learn by the eye, you yeah. learn from other producers. Like, like go that. through a YouTube, like, uh, yeah. tutorial playlist or, like, session or something. But yeah, I have other artists who are like that, too. Like, uh, Jacob Collier is another example of a, like, really talented artist that, like, produces all his own, tr- a lot, a huge portion of his own tracks. Well, I do think producers are still needed. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that just because the technology's getting better does, I don't think it's going to mean that producers are going to be faded out no, of, of the music industry, because I, I still think there are good producers that might be able to take a good record and make it into a great record. Or even like a bad record, you make it into a good record. For sure, not everyone's gonna have that ear. Yeah, there's some people that just want to play. Yep, yep. They don't want to be inter- on the computer yeah. dragging stuff this way. Yeah, I totally get it. But I, th- I definitely agree with that. But there's definitely a rise of like these artists who are like it's almost like it's like 
before you were kind of like singer dancer we were just talking about mm. like multi-talented people like being your own producer is like another that's like the modern day like thing that got added on to like who's really talented because who else did we um who else was the other guy from us i think he's from australia that probably like produces his own record tame, tame and pilot tame and pilot Reminds me of like another guy who yeah. probably like produces his own stuff. A lot of his stuff, yeah, is all like kind of in-house kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it's it's like writing your own stuff. Like that was revolutionary at one point. Like, right. Performers didn't even write their own stuff. You know what I mean? So. Right. Just like classic folk songs or stuff that someone wrote for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Are we are we ready to roll here? Let's rock out. Okay. Well then, uh, we're gonna we're gonna listen to uh, Tom Mish. Geography. Geography. And we'll get into that when we come back on the Recognite Podcast. So I brought, this is Run the Jewels 4. Oh! <laughs> yeah! <okay>. So <laughs> it came out last year. It's a great album. Because you want to make money, because you want to do a job. That's that's the wrong way. You have to do this because you love it. And it doesn't matter if you broke, you still gonna do it. I mean, I, I go out to jam sessions and I play regardless of whether I'm getting a check or not. It's it's about whether I, uh, it's, you have to love this thing, man. Thank you. 
Influence, you know, yep, feature for sure. I love it. It reminds me of um, one of the uh, atmosphere records when Life Gives You Women, you paint that shit gold. Um, you know, he had like he had a guitar play, he had like featured. I, I, I want I want to see, uh, I hope this is a future of music, at least in some respect, like uh, like actual. Like we're rapping, but we actually have actual musicians, like as opposed to like sampling. And stuff. I don't know. Right. I, I just feel like it's a cool. Uh, yep. I enjoyed the bringing together of the of those two. Like real instruments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's always cool. But I, I have written down. This is a record I would I want to put on if I want to seem smart, sophisticated. <laughs> um, I just think it grooves, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one of with one of the lyrics. Uh, what, what, what movie? Mm -hmm. Such a sentimental way to groove. Yeah, it's a good line. Yeah, I like that line too. Um, ah, such a good song. Come back to me. Come back. Ah, what a line. Yeah, what do you what do you guys what do you guys Joe? What do you think? He's got a good voice. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's you want to take it track by track. Well, what yeah, well, uh, well what what stood out to you? I mean, lead the way. Well. Well, let me just say before you go on, Joe. The uh, before before Paris is kind of like an intro to the yep, whole thing, yeah. and that's uh, it's it's an interview. Roy Hargrove. I don't know who Roy Hargrove is, but that's that's who is. Uh, he's saying you gotta love it, and that's the snippet from. Okay. That, so. Um. Yeah, I thought that was a funky opening. Like, there wasn't there wasn't many lyrics to that one. Mm -hmm. Like, or, or maybe none at all. What do you mean the the intro the, or the very like first, Lost in Paris? No, the very first song uh, before Paris. Yeah, it's really just a snippet of that interview. I, th I mean, plus whatever instrumental is going on. And then, um, Lost in Paris, I didn't really have anything for. Um, South Side of the River, the style reminds me of, like, like Jamiroquai, like Virtual Insanity. I don't know what any of those words mean. No? No. Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity. Nope, it doesn't ring a bell. Six, well, a lot of aluminum. I'm sure there's people that know what he's talking about. Let's, so just, I, let's throw it to a clip. Okay. <laughs> but that's what you're...
that should be small. Reminded me of, okay. and then like, <laughs> almost like, um, and then and then the song switches like halfway through to like a guitar solo. There's there's whistling in it and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, it's almost like a Sonic. It, it, it would be like in a Sonic video game or something. Mm, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. Like, I thought it was really cool. I was a fa- I wrote down whistling. I'm a fan of the whistling. Um, movie, I thought it was an okay song, but I thought it could have added either like a hip hop element to it, like a rapper, mm-hmm. like a, like an Andre three thousand, or like a, or like a guru, uh, or like yeah. a guru from Black Star. Rest, you know, rest in peace, guru. Yeah. Um, or if you couldn't get a rapper, get the female's perspective on the song because it's about like, it's, it's, yeah. There's only that snippet in the beginning, mm-hmm. and that's all you hear. Yeah. Interesting. Like I think it would have been cool hearing that's her good, side, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. her side of the story, and his side of the story because there's two sides of every story, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's three, it's three sides. Well, it's two, yeah. <laughs> and then just the whole at the end, the whole piano, bass, guitar combination. Yeah, that was really cool. Super sick. Um, and did it. And then the last thing I want to say about this uh, side is track number seven is she lovely, it was, which is a cover, obviously. Did you guys notice that it, it seemed like it was filmed like at a subway station or something? Yeah, like live, like mm-hmm. a live performance. You could hear like people stuff going on in mm-hmm. the background and stuff. Yeah. Like at a cafe or like in a subway or somewhere. Yeah, where, like, I, it sounded were. like it was in a, in a subway. Like or some it was type a of small show, industrial somewhere. kind of place where there's yeah. a lot of moving parts and stuff. This kind, of, it's, it's kind of an. I won't. Um, this is not, you know, purely jazz by any means. Yeah, but. That is an element to me of contemporary jazz music is kind of like the city, right? And kind of being yeah. that feel, kind of being. It's an, ele- it's an element to the music. Yeah. I like uh, me and Joe were talking about. We kind of all looked at each other in TikTok, um, where it kind of was in that. Um, it starts in like a four four, like one two three four one two three four. And then halfway through the song, it's like one two three four one. Like it speeds up. You remember when it speeded up like sure. halfway through the track and then went back slow again? Yeah, like that. I thought that was really cool. And Joe was like, "Oh wow!" Like, it was just a, that. It was a very polarizing change. Because yeah. you, you once you listen to a song for like a minute or two, you kind of have a feeling of what the you song get into is, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what the song is mm-hmm. gonna be. Like you can kind of project in your mind. Yeah, I wasn't projecting that there was going to be a switch up like like that, that tempo increase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that really catches your ear. Oh wow, that's really cool. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, like it moves through me, like the last? Uh, it runs through me, or it runs through me. Yeah, um, I love I love the lyrics of that song. It's um, whatever. It's kind of it's it's like uh, it's uh, f- about like faith or like belief in music, kind yep. of. You know what I mean? Like I, he says something like, "I don't add the bass line. I don't know where it's going to take me, but it's beautiful." You know what I mean? Like right. so, there's just kind of a trust in the process. There. I, li- I like the subtle reference to like uh, Run DMC there too. I thought it was clever wordplay. He talks go, go, about go ahead because you brought that up while it was happening, but I didn't really. So so part, if you bring up the lyrics, just so I can like uh, remember, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he kind of has about like um, like uh, perfected by the lyrics a run, um, mm. like so you can walk this way, and it's like something about uh, like the collaboration okay. between. Um, where is it there? Go down to where the. Where the uh, down a little more. It's toward the end of the. Keep going, like church. She threw me a chance. Your hands and my pants. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There it goes. Dressed by the veins that gave me claim. It's still down a little further. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, where is it? A timeless octave to play for the tree. That's rooted in every single nerve in me. Like music very, is like runs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your, but even, like your veins are as like a, a tree root system. But it's, e- it's even a double entendre because the, the 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 root of the vein itself. Yeah, there's mm. you know, your veins have like yeah, you know, yeah. The, the root. There it is. Stand protected by the laws of fun. Right there, he's referencing hip hop. Ah. So one of the laws of hip hop is like the rhymes of having that's uh, having fun. Yeah. Yep, perfected the rhymes of run, walk in this way, and right. leave the party mm. stunned. That was crazy because it was like one of the first rock and roll hip hop collaborations. Yeah. And like, Excellent, yeah. man. Yeah. That, yeah. Nice. It's like awesome songwriting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yep. and this is the this is this really and again I don't know but there there well I think there was something in the previous but this had the uh, uh, the hip hop influence. Who who is uh, is it? Um, De, De La Soul. Yeah. Po, uh, post. I don't know how to say that. Posnuous or something like that. I'm not sure. I Post should know. Post-nuous. You know De La Soul. I've always liked their music. Like like all the music from like uh, like Tony Hawk. De La yeah. Soul had a lot of music, and I've never dove in. They're such an iconic it's, like hip hop group, and I haven't. Well, their music was so hard to get because they were they got screwed by their their label company, and they you know they, they didn't see any money out of any of the songs. Happened and, a lot back then, and um, you know you couldn't find them really on Spotify. Like their full discography wasn't on Spotify, and now now I think now they are. But so if you wanted to dive deep into them, that would be the time. It's kind of like when Tool, like when Tool put all their stuff on and. Yeah, like, I knew I knew was... a few Tool songs. I didn't know their whole discography because I wasn't, wasn't I wasn't able to get it. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, Joe, I feel like you have a pretty good grip on like you've got a pretty well rounded like I feel like I'll put something on you and you'll kind of know what it. Do, do Do you feel like you guys like do you ever get overwhelmed with how much music there is to listen to? Yeah. Because, uh, like when you guys brought up that band a couple weeks ago that I had no clue. Oh, yeah, or they, well, you just brought up. I had no. We, we, Jake and I had no oh, clue what the hell you were talking about. Deal, you know? deal, so? What, no, no, no. You uh, aquarium or some? Sh- I already forget. Oh, Let's I, go back to a clip. No, ninety two thousand. No, no, no. You said it Aquarius. This reminds me of uh, Aquarius. Jamiroquai. Yeah. But but see, there you go. So we don't know what the hell. So that happens to me a lot. Where I'm like, ah, like there's so many artists like. You know, you name a bunch of them. There's like, oh, like I kind of know of this artist, right. but I'm not. I don't know. There's just uh, a lot to listen to. So, what are you looking at, Jake? Uh, the the next tr- the track. Oh, because okay. <laughs> I recognize it and I think I like this next track. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, no, t- sorry. Just uh, d- do you have any particular thoughts on that? Being overwhelmed with the amount of music there is to listen to and being unfamiliar with the particular artist you feel like you should be familiar with. Happens all the time. It makes you feel like incompetent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't I know? This? Yeah, I know. Especially, especially with hip hop. Yeah, it's like. Oh yeah. Well. Well, I think it's probably too just because like. I don't know. People always say like, "Oh, you're a guest in hip hop." You know what I mean? It's like you shouldn't. It's like you almost feel like um, obligated to know like the fundamental artists, and there's a. It's like so much. In, in any genre, not just hip hop. That was for me. I felt that way a certain way about hip hop. Like, oh, if I'm gonna listen to this, I need to know like who were the pioneers. Like, how did this start? What was the history? Well, some what, people don't care like, about that. But some people don't at all, and that's okay. I mean, it, your your journey is your journey. But like, I feel I, I feel that way about like a lot of music, like jazz, like hip hop, jazz. Like, you're you're kind of a product of the time you grew up in. So like, usually I start. The way it tends to work for me is I start contemporary and I work my way backwards, because that's like your introduction to it is contemporary music, and you're like, well, Jesus Christ, like, how did this start? Like, who were the yeah. first? Like, you can listen to Chris Stapleton and listen to the blues, but it's like, what do you know about BB King? Like, can you call yourself a fan of blues? You don't know. Like, yeah, if you Al- don't know Albert King or yep, Martin, any of those Martin guys. Waters. Yep. And there's just so it's such a wormhole. It is. It's such a fucking. Takes up wormhole. a lot of time, and they go, and the wormhole goes in both directions. It's not, it's not like not linear. Yeah, it's not just like from from yeah from start to finish. It's like you start here, and then you got to Not only do you have to find the artists that you like in a specific genre, then there's all the artists of that time that are parallel. Then there's different time sections that like 80s blues 70s blues like, and, oh, they, and then those guys have side projects and yep and then that introduces more people and you get distracted it's like it's big spider oh my god it's ridiculous but oh. it's that's the that's the magic of it that's all that's that's most of the fun for me personally that's most of the fun mm, discovery like, oh my god finding new artists and then all it's frustrating because it's like you're really not putting in effort if you if you're not like recently like records like this make me so happy because it's like I found someone new now I have a whole nother discography to get through there's so many ways to approach music do you focus on one artist and get their discography yeah do you do you focus on their collabor their collaborators and 
find an album from their collaborators and then they have a whole discography and it's just do you follow the, the genre itself you find the genre do you go by a time 70s music 80s music yeah. um all different genres of 70s music is just like it's a, it's a spider web is a, like the perfect way to put it yeah it's and that's that's such a cool we, we've talked about our journeys before and how they started and like how you know what what way were you exposed to the music? Was it through other music? Was it through a video game? Mm-hmm. Where did you first hear it? Was it on the radio? Did you see it live? And it, that's just like it's so cool. Like that's what makes like your as a consumer of music, as a fan of music, like that journey is like that's what makes you unique and your like sense of what's out there, like your musical taste, like everything you. From expect what? to hear like you were talking about oh i expected to hear this but i heard that it's like yeah. it's all based on your own what's your journey well and that's excellent that's a more optimistic way to look at it it's it's something fun to it's, it you'll never you're never gonna listen to all the music no, it, no. it's an endless process so it's supposed to be overwhelming and just think of how much music that's been recorded has just been forgotten over history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. you know yeah, there's. You're talking about the wormhole. I can't think of um, who the who the original poet is now. But a couple of instances where I've run into this recently is uh, there's a, a Warren Zevon lyric he, uh, in Desperados Under the Eaves. He says, uh, "Except in dream, but except in dreams, you're never really free." And that's. At, but that's there's like a poem by. Uh, not Edgar Allan Poe, but a famous poet. Right. Where like, like a that's, that's basically poet. the line he says. It's, it's worded different, but that's the line. I'm like, oh, like that's where he got that from. He's or, referencing something. Or yeah. like the uh, the smoking skull, like that warns Yvonne, like was like his logo. Uh, it's a Vincent. There's a Vincent Van Gogh painting of a skull, a skeleton smoking a cigarette. So yeah, it just goes. Wow. Endlessly deeper than you, you than you think. I yeah, guess. that's the other thing too. Like because now it's not only you have to worry about the wormhole of like um, that just reminded me of an artist Aesop Rock. Like then you have artists who were like the subject matter of what they're talking about is based on a paint a famous painting or like old fables and stuff like more quintessential stuff that like you feel like you should know about but don't. Like mm-hmm. it's, or oh my god! What's that? What's that Tool song that follows the Fibonacci sequence? Yeah, like that. Then that takes you down that whole wormhole. The, the yeah, it's like oh, discover that, and how do you get? Yeah, follow some weird number six sequence and see. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's all crazy. Um, okay, well let's let's keep this going, shall we? Um, we're gonna get to this is a double LP, so we're gonna get to disc two. Of a geography by Tom Mish right after this commercial break. <laughs> what a what an outro. Yeah. Um I I just love everything about Bob Dylan. Yeah, um, I especially love that he went electric. I know a lot of people hated it at the time, but I just think it shows that he was he was just ahead of everybody on everything. Mm-hmm. And I think he still is.
write the story as I see it The trouble is when I say it, they don't believe it They reckon I only say it, but I don't mean it I'm trying to tell them I only say it if I can feel it Cause money's tight, maybe tighter than it was before I'm helping out on a mortgage I really can't afford Family breaking north, I cover the trips abroad Shaking, I'm making another loss on another tour But what I done it for, to see my mother in the sun abroad I run in the trouble that was coming for My little brother got the hunger for All the exact same pain that makes the rain in my stomach pour So let me paint it all up This for any dude who's got a daughter Living off lines like your papa taught I ain't got no time to be coming for you Go with the flow of this on the board somebody hey man like what's some new music that's like really good that's really, like this is kind of what I would show I don't know I, I, what would do you have any comparison because this is very unique I, I feel like as far as a melding of uh, different types of well Joe was playing some like Thundercat for us mm-hmm. earlier and like I was drawing parallels of like Thundercat like it had elements of hip hop yeah like right, in there right. This it was I mean. like a very funk soul back like background with like and then the solos and like occasional like like backing riffs were like had a little bit of jazz influence like spiced up the solos a little bit like not crazy yeah but like definitely like some weird like you know we'll call them implied chords like you know you knew what they were trying to do even though it was like uh, you know not like part of the ordinary like just really interesting musical choices but like still like I said tasteful was a word I use I feel like the jazz in this the jazz element was really tasteful in this record yeah just just to name them I er, when we on the early in the first side I thought St. Paul and the Broken Bones yeah was a comparison I thought of and, and they've definitely delved deeper into like as far as production and stuff they've gone in kind of a hip hop influenced direction but 
they didn't go so far. This had like features, like this actually. Yeah. Well, and, and it had like eight oh eights, like like bass lines that only like electronic music could make. Yeah, like big like room shaking, like bass notes and stuff, like you, stuff that you can't play on a bass guitar. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, before I go further, Joe, I mean wherever you want to start, I guess. So the second half started with disco. Yes, disco. Yes. Um, I think my notes. Did you guys notice? Okay, so Disco Yes starts off with like a there's like a thunder kind of background to it in the beginning of the song. There's like thunder in the background, okay. and then on the when, when, once you flip the record over, it starts with I think you're you're on my mind, and that also starts with like a thunder, mm-hmm. like a, like a, like a oh. nature element to yeah, yeah, yeah. the beginning of the song. One of the one of the lyrics in one of the songs is like uh, going through this English weather. And I'm yeah. sure that yeah. it's like it's always raining over there. Yeah, I'm glad that like <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that has an influence on that somehow. Uh, have you guys heard? Uh, I'm sorry, but, uh, British again. Again, I didn't know when we when we put this on. I didn't realize uh, this was in English. He, he's from England. Uh, British rappers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you guys heard British rappers before? Mostly through gorillas. Oh, sure. Okay, sure. I have a lot of features. Yeah, they're, um, I don't know. It's just another, it's just another hip-hop style you gotta get into. But, I mean, they have, I mean, there's really good ones. There's, like, a guy named, like, Storm, Stormzy or something. There's one guy, he's, like, Stormzy. Yeah. Are we we surprised? Stormzy, English weather. So, there's a, they got, like, just how we have, like, our big names in hip-hop here, they have their big names in hip-hop over there. But they do more, like, drill kind of hip-hop. Like that's that's the style they do drill. What do you mean? Like what is? The it's just like a type of a type of tempo that they use mm. and a type of cadence that they use. Uh-huh. It's called the the, the style of uh, rap is called drill. Okay, that's what they do. Like a lot of the a lot of the, the hip hop you hear in America is trap influenced. Uh, sure. Okay. You got I West Coast. There's a yeah. West Coast thing. East Coast has their own thing. Um, you know, even the Midwest kind of has that backpack kind of style that's also New York too but um, I haven't but to, to answer your question about the British guys I haven't really gotten into the British guys yeah just sometimes I'll hear them on features or whatever I was listening to it I'm like I don't know if I've ever heard a British rapper before like, like when uh, I, I forget who uh, it was um, Water Baby yeah it was the song that it was that I wrote that down for but they definitely have their, their stars over there and like they're good you know, it's it's a popular art form everywhere, mm-hmm. not not just here. Royal Carter was the. Uh, I thought he had a good line in one of the songs. It's the first. Was he? He was only featured in one song, but he but he came in on that one song in two parts. He came in. He comes in towards the end too. But his first verse, there was there was a really good line in there. I like listening to different hip hop. From like different places because the accent means that they can wrap different words together than we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps it. Or in different, like in different ways, like words you wouldn't necessarily expect to rhyme. Together. Well, they sound different, literally. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? so, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it gives it just that alone gives it its yeah. like uniqueness. What did you think? What did you think of "Man Like You," Jake? That to me, that song stood out. It makes sense because it was a cover. It's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. by Patrick Watson. It's very different than the rest of the record. It's like a very like slower. Yeah. Um, it sounds. I don't know. Like I, I try to make sense of the lyrics mainly. Because I like I, what were the lyrics? Something about like I remember a time. There was something about time. Like he has a memory of I, someone. I remember I a time that was a lot like you. Like yeah, he's like, unwilling to accept like a new version of someone he knows mm-hmm. maybe. Like I mean, it's a man like you. You you think it's like a father figure, right? Yeah, that's what I, jumps to my mind right away. It's like I remember a time when you could stand beside, never rushing. Like, like he has a memory of someone, and he clings to that. Like this is the ideal version of you that I remember. You know what I mean? Well, that's funny that you said that because uh, from the first side movie, that's kind of what I wrote for that. It's like ideal. Remembering of the relationship, of a certain, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a movie. It's like a movie, you know. Yeah, you that know? was the one that I wanted the other perspective on. Like, yes, you know, 
what's what's her regulation of this of this relationship or maybe bringing in a hip-hop guy and being like well, what's out for from more of an outside box kind of view like what like what do you see right uh men like you had a uh, very lovely instrumentation you yeah. wrote lush dare i dare i say it was a lot <laughs> yeah i think that's what i like most about this album is I wasn't too much into the lyrics. The lyrics to me were just kind of like, yeah. But it was like the 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 musical composition of it, mm-hmm. the, the the instruments being used, the With the violin, they have horns mm-hmm. in some yeah. songs. Yeah. And just the, the there's so many songs where I just wrote down good groove, good groove, good groove. Like there's just like just a lot of songs you could just kind of like yeah. groove to, yeah. and you don't really gotta you don't really have to pay attention to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more I'm the, the I'm open to the lyrics because they, they were like a couple lines like really stood sure. out to me, but it was very poetic. So that's the kind of thing that might hit me later, like if I listen yeah. to it again or read through it again. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I agree. A lot of there's like like I'll say it again, like for the English weather thing, a lot of like the groove that take you know puts the sun into the cloudy day. Like there was a lot of that yeah. throughout that theme uh, throughout the record. That English weather. The the English aspect of this is really cool for me. This that this this is this guy's from England is because my association with English music is like British Invasion, right? The Beatles and the Stones and every you know what I mean. Yeah. So like for for it to be a modern, maybe thing, like Oasis would be like the most like modern and even or some like um, Coldplay or something like that. Yeah, or you, uh, there's definitely newer bands that I like from over there, like uh, Yard Act. Is a kind of a new band I like from there, but but it, it's still, um, again, I, it's it, it's still of it's it's more modern, but it's still uh, I still think of it in more of a rock and roll context, like the other as opposed to this, which is a lot more right hip hop modern, you know, whatever, just more modern, I would say. Um, You're on my mind was not a Willie Nelson cover, bummer, <laughs> but. Uh, I for that one I wrote down British money wall because he said what well, which was actually I'm kidding but that that was actually a good lyric he says uh, I think he says you're on my mind like the five pounds you owe me yeah <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's it's a it's a funny way of putting it like oh yeah you owe me that money you know what I mean like yeah. it's, you know it's I don't know it's a funny way of putting it and then also I don't think this is how it was meant. Uh, I think the song is sincere, but it, uh, you're on my mind, you're on my mind, you're all I can find. Mm-hmm. Which could be taken a few... I interpret it kind of funny, like, well, you're, you're, you're the only one. I got no other options, you know? <laughs> I don't really think that's what he means, but it yeah. made me laugh. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Um, I mean, uh, Cause I Love You, C-O-S, mm-hmm. Cause I Love You, um, <laughs> I like the, uh, you know, I got my fears I'm almost facing. Yeah. That was a good line. Mm. That's tough. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then we've come so far was pretty, it was, I thought that was a good ending. Yeah. It was a good, well, it, it, the, the, I like how they built that song up. Sure. Yeah. Again, you could groove to it. You mm-hmm. can, you could bypass the lyrics, even though they're just repeating the same line. You could, you could, you could bypass it and then just, just get into that groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and even the the, the repeating of the lyrics cuz it kind of helps you get into the groove. Right. Cuz it's just kind of the same melody. It's the same words so it's, it all sounds. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't totally compare it to like Modern Electric came up at one point because there was like a voice part, you know, just a well, a couple times there was like an interview at the beginning and then the, like the a movie song reminded spoken, me of. Yeah. Cuz they both do they they both take clips from movies and they insert them in their songs and Yeah. You know. And so I, I I, I love I love albums that are like like this had an intro and an outro and yeah. it was all very well put together. Uh, big fan. Um, what, just to take it back to kind of what I said before, like this is like a good uh, what, like like where would you put this? Like like if you had to show somebody new music that that you think is really cutting edge and that you really like. What are you going to? Because to, to me, this is like it. I mean, again, there's a lot of good music I like, but it still is kind of, it's it's rock and roll. It's something they've always done. To me, this is 
like newer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, like I guess more. I'm thinking like this Tame Impala is like a good one that I like introduce someone to. Mm-hmm. Just something that's more outside the box and uses elements of other genres that you don't normally hear, like on radio mm-hmm. or in pop music. Different instruments, different. That's what I like because it has that funk. It has that like mm. familiar backbone, but the, I like that. Like I said, it's tasteful. Like they they give you a hint of like this one is. Here's like a like singer songwriter type song like in Man Like You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, there's elements of all. There, then there's the there's a lot of funk in this record, but like I don't know. It just well, that's what I mean. I don't know. It just got a good backbone. This record. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. As far as being innovative, it's all been done. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not really gonna do anything new. So it, it's a matter of kind of bringing things together and I don't know you know what right. I'm saying like you gotta kind of meld it together in a way that's uh, is this, unique is this his most recent record no he has like a couple he's like okay. a couple collaborative records I think with like uh, I don't know where his, his name is Yusef is part of his I think his first name but I don't remember that's the one with Freddie Gibbs and it like still same same idea though same it's got the same kind of vibe as this not not uh, not Yassim Bey is it no no Ooh, I was listening to most deaf the other night oh shit you want to talk about a good rapper? Oh my goodness! Insane. Well, this was a good pick. We'll have to listen to more. And uh, th- this is—I'm uh, sorry if you already said. I mean, is this uh, related to other Snarky Puppy? Is that? Uh, yeah, it came up like in a playlist when I was listening to Snarky Puppy. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Well, yeah. I don't know if you remember the Snarky Puppy. Record we listened to mm-hmm. was we, it was vinyl, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm recalling a video that I, that I was saw. Bela Flack. Oh, okay. well, but no, I, I showed I, you a lot of like Starkey Puppy yeah. videos and stuff. So I was a, I was a fan of that too. So uh, anyway, the, I feel like this is a this is a realm of music we probably wouldn't be into if it weren't for Jake. Really, I mean, yeah. You know, so, but I'm glad we are. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that you bring in that kind of more like jazz R and B soul kind of element into the into the record night because I, I do like some of that music I just don't have a lot of it right you know yeah yeah we, you, you just need the exposure again going back the there, there's so much music to listen to you're just, so much you're not going to get the exposure unless somebody like Jake brings it to you so. exactly <laughs> okay that was fun yeah that was cool yeah that's it until next time this has been record night alright we'll see you then <laughs>